What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 181 in year four, and we are recording a day early. So uh, we have currently people pouring in questions right now in the Discord because I asked right before we were recording this podcast. Um, but we're going to start this podcast talking about what we said we were going to talk about last week, but we ended up recording before it. And that is the Suicide Squad game because they had dropped about what about ten to fifteen minutes worth of gameplay. Yeah, um, about about five to five to fifteen minutes. It was mostly just like, of course, the team making comments and then showing small clips in between yeah. those comments of everything. But yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I can't say I've been on the internet enough to see the perception of it. I just know what we were talking about in Discord. But I didn't really see anybody talking about it on Twitter, to be honest. So the same comments that we were talking about in the Discord mm-hmm. uh, is what everybody else is seeing. Yeah. Um, this is not being well received at all, um, yeah. which is wild. You, you know, you do have those fans that will get a superhero game no matter what because it's superheroes. You will mm-hmm. have people who support DC no matter what because it's DC. Those people are you know pumped for the game people have said it looks fun but the majority of the people that have commented on this game have said and i've seen this a lot you made the comment uh very Fortnite. yeah yeah so there's gonna be a battle pass there's gonna be like you can do cosmetic and stuff and it, it and the way the play style of flying around and shooting and just destroying a bunch of stuff feels very Fortnite. But to be honest, like, I don't know what I would have been expecting in a multiplayer game when we're going from single player to multiplayer, you know? Yeah, and it is very, very disheartening Mm -hmm. to know that something as awesome as the Arkham series of games, the sequel series, is this multiplayer suicide Fortnite game. Yeah. that it just hurts because you you had so many people like just praise that as like the video game for superhero fans is mm-hmm. the Arkham games that's the number one go to and i feel like it grew so much from what we got in Arkham Asylum and the stiffness of Arkham Asylum but still awesome yeah as Arkham Asylum and then go all the way to what we had in Arkham Knight i feel like like that was huge growth and i was like okay the only way to go is up apparently not yeah um yeah i don't know it's uh it's hard to say like i will wait for the reviews it's what i did with gotham knights i just can't believe that they are releasing two games that are very similar so close together like i don't know why they didn't talk that out like i understand there's two different gaming studios but that's the same idea. Like, how do you greenlight both of those ideas just because there's different characters? Like, it, are, it blew my mind. Which which two are you talking about? There's Suicide Squad and then... And Gotham Knights. Oh, and Gotham Knights. Like, they're coming yeah. out in a, a year with less than a year apart. Like, why would you release both? Yeah, in the... I guess it really is kind of the same because from what we have heard here through the behind the scenes of it was the state of play of for the suicide squad. Um, the only map is metropolis. You don't go anywhere else. Um, 
And people are like, oh, well, it's a big enough map. It's like, okay, but you're exactly the opposite of what Gotham Knights was. Like, yeah. It was just in Gotham. Now you're just in Metropolis. Uh, and I just can't get over, like you had said, the type of jumping and flying around. Yeah. It is like, it is almost as if there was, they just took the engine from Fortnite and just put a reskin yeah. on the characters. That's what makes it feel even weirder. The fact that like the same almost like uh, visual aspect to the jumping is mm-hmm. almost identical. I watched two. I watched the Suicide Squad video and a video of the characters jumping and flying around in mm-hmm. Fortnite side by side, literally almost identical. Yeah, it's unfortunate though. I think this is going to be one of those cases where we're also you know. We're getting old and like, you know, Arkham was coming out when we were young. Yeah. So like we got to grow up with the series, but now it's all like, well, all these old timers probably don't have time to spend in these video games like we used to. And we need to play multiplayer because like that's the big thing. What's hot right now is Fortnite. If you want to go through video game history, movie history, TV history, once something's hot, you get a lot of copycats and everybody tries to adapt it to their kind of thing. Look at what's happening right now. What's the big thing in movies? Multiverses. Lord of the Rings wants to build their own star Wars right now. And why did star Wars start building it? Because of Marvel, you know, DC is trying to do it too. And how many have failed already? We had that monster universe that got one movie with Tom Cruise and it fucking (laughs) failed immediately. Um, And like, that's the big thing. And, you as much as you might hate Fortnite, you cannot deny its success. Yeah, and it is one of the hottest games in the last. I I would hate to say decade, but probably true. Almost decade, because yeah. I think uh, I I'm gonna go ahead and say that I was one of those guys, the hipsters, that bought Fortnite. Or no, I didn't even buy it. I got invited to this thing where I got it digitally, mm-hmm. where it had the main game, which was a Castle Defender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was playing that before I ever played the Battle Royale. And so that was back in 2015. That's just yeah. two years. It's I, been 10, almost 10 years. I told everybody to download that game before it was even popular. I was like, dude, this is going to be the new... Because I was really big into PUBG, and my audience loved watching me play PUBG. Yeah. And I was like, dude, now there's a new one that we could all play. And then it's going to be free. And like, I, I kick myself every time because had I stuck with Fortnite and I actually played Fortnite and kept Fortnite, I could have probably been somebody with the amount of like way I pop out videos and shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn it. But I didn't like the game. I hated yeah. the building. The building fucking sucks. Um, but they don't have they it have, anymore. Yeah, they yeah. have the non-build mode on yeah, it. Yeah, which now. is fun. But I mean, I still don't care. I'd rather play Apex or, you know, PUBG or whatever. Um, but you, again, you can't argue that that Fortnite is a popular game, so other games want a piece of that pie. And it's just unfortunate somebody that is so prestigious as Rocksteady would fall in line. Like when you have the clout, you don't need to copy. You can just do whatever the hell you want. And maybe they think like, hey, we're still giving a really good story because hey, this could be a really amazing story, right? Like we don't know that. I mean, it it could, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so maybe they're like, we're going to do the story stuff, and then we'll add some new fun gameplay elements. And maybe they had to do different because they want to separate themselves. 
And this could just be one of those things where they tried it and we'll see if it's a fail or not. Yeah. Um, I think as long as it's better than Gotham Knights review wise, I'd be down. Now, Grant Terry's like, Juice, I thought you don't care about reviews. When it comes to gaming stuff, I think it's, I, I put a little bit more stock into gaming stuff because when you read a gaming review, they talk about mechanics, flow of the game, story, gameplay, like glitches, all that kind of stuff. It's not like going to see a movie. Like, you know, if you go, everybody can have a different take. 10 people can go in to watch a movie and all come out with a different opinion. And, and here's the big difference. If I were to go see a movie on my own, mm-hmm. I'm spending maximum without anything to, to eat or drink, maximum maybe $15 to $16. Yeah, depending if you're going on, your hours, yeah. Yeah, depending on, on the seating and everything else, right? Video game. You're spending, especially with next gen consoles, you know, with me and my PS5, that's $75 to $80. Yeah. Like, I'm going to need to look at reviews if I'm hesitant for it. Mm -hmm. And if it is something that is not a completed game with how many glitches and bugs and all of these other things that you just named off, like, it's not going to turn much people on to be like, hey, I need to go spend almost a hundred dollars on this broken game yeah now granted i will say i still do think uh you know play things for yourself but i think video games are something you can wait on yeah. uh, i'm waiting for playstation to give me gotham knights for free like because it's gonna <laughs> eventually be on that list i think uh oh I, I it's it's already been on several sales i've noticed yeah. and it's already gotten as low as twenty dollars yeah so i usually it, it's wait. eventually I pay for that PlayStation Plus thing, which I never fucking use, but I pay for it anyways. Because I buy the yearly subscription. It's like $20 more and you get extra games. I'm waiting for that to show up. If it shows up on there, then I'll give it a try or something. But for the most part, yeah, I don't know. I hope it's good. Like, that's all I say. Like, I can I can get by the Fortnite stuff. If the reviews come out and they're like, oh, this is an 80, an 80 out of 100 game, I'll play it. Like, that's cool. 80 is good. It's a B. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, Gotham Knights was like, I saw some low-ass scores, like 40, 50. And I'm just like, damn, yeah. it's not even average? Like, holy crap. So um, my biggest worry would not be the gameplay. It would be the repetitiveness. Because I yes. hate repetitive games. Uh, it's what I got so bored with Destiny for a long time. The only reason I played Destiny for so long was because I played with friends at work. And yeah. every Tuesday, there would be a new raid or whatever. And we'd go out and we'd do the raid after work. We'd stay up till like 2 in the morning doing raids, getting new shit so we can get better equipment or whatever. And um, after a while, I was like, this game's fucking repetitive. Like, we fuck it. And Genshin Impact's the same way. I love Genshin Impact. It, but... And that's the very unfortunate thing with this, like, new type of gaming. Mm-hmm. Because the developers, they just have to make one scenario and push repeat. That's all yeah. they have to do. Uh and you know, every so once in a while they'll develop maybe a new skin or a new uh a new weapon or a new art a piece of armor, and then they just put it into the freaking program to to generate whether you get it or not. Yeah, and like I understand like how easy it is for developers, but you gotta understand that your your audience is smarter than this. They're eventually going to get freaking tired of games like this and just stop playing them. Yeah. Uh, you know, they just recently I saw that uh, Elden Ring is finally uh, coming out with DLC, and it's almost like they're going to be making an entirely new game. Yeah. Uh, and 
that Horizon's is doing a DLC as well on top of a VR game. Yeah. And in the way that uh, I was I was listening to the Last of Us official podcast uh, with the creators of The Last of Us, and he was talking about the DLC for The Last of Us and how it is essentially, you know, making another game. And that's what I kind of miss, dude, is like actually getting like full on story missions and like something new compared to, like you said, the repetitiveness of like, hey, hopefully I can get this new gun skin. Yeah, I think it's, you know, going through COVID and everything, I think multiplayer games is something a lot of people lived off of. I mean, it's it's part of your routine, right? Like, so the repetitive games don't matter. You go home, you know, you get off work after eight hours, eight, 10 hours, you go home, you grab a bite to eat, you sit down in your computer chair and you play some games for a couple of things and then you go to bed, you know, and you repeat the cycle. That is a lot of people's lives. That was my life for a really long time. And I love a good story game, but I also love just getting in a group chat and shooting the shit with friends, you know? Yeah. And you can't really do that playing a story game because you're going to miss the story. Like me and Clay played like uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey together, but we were two different parts of the map. (laughs) So like it didn't even fucking matter. And we're just like killing people or leveling up our character. Uh, But for the most part, you can't do that. Like I'm not going to want to play like Elden Ring or something and and be in a party chat. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to listen to this. Granted, I think Elden Ring doesn't do voices. I could be wrong. No, no, it does not. Uh, It's a lot of reading. Yeah. Uh, That's the one thing that turns me off to the game. (laughs) I'm serious. Like, if you're going to make that massive amount of game and can't give me voice acting, I understand you don't do it for all the NPCs, but the main characters? Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, I play enough visual novels, you know? All right? The spicy stuff don't give me voices. I'm just like, come on. I got to read everything. I don't want to play a triple-A game, you know? Granted. I will say, shout out to Sega and stuff when I couldn't read when I was younger playing video games. That's what taught me how to read because there wasn't voice acting back then. It was all 8-bit noises and shit. Um, so I learned to read because of video games, but I'm older now. I don't want to fucking read that much. Okay. <laughs> if I want to read, I read comics. I read all that kind of shit. I don't need it in my video games. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I'm hopeful. I will wait for the reviews and we'll find out in probably about two months. Cause it comes out in May. So yeah. we'll probably find out like mid April probably. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I, you know, it didn't look as bad as I think it could have been. Cause like right now my, my bar is Gotham Knights. Like I think it looks better than that. Um, the story looks more appealing, you know, visual. I will say visually it looks better than Gotham Knights. Yeah. Uh, as far as the graphics go. Yeah. Um, the mechanics though, that's going to be the big thing for me is, yeah. and, and they, they talked about how there's like different things that intricate, like they, they add, like one one highlight was like you can have uh bane's like venom inside of like like basically a grenade mm-hmm. and you throw it at enemies and it like basically like psychs them out or whatever yeah um and so it's kind of cool like those little things are like oh you know little easter egg you're not gonna yeah. get bane in the game but you can get his venom like you're adding things in the universe yeah. The cosmetics looked amazing, though. Like, you could be, like, King Shark with a Superman, Superman suit on. Out. Like, yeah. that looks cool. Some of those like, looked really, really cool. And Harley with is, Wonder Woman's outfit. Like, that was cool. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh, there was apparently uh, a brand new character that they created, that DC created, like, just here in, like, the Rebirth area mm-hmm. uh, era. Uh, Hack is going to be in the game as well. Uh, that was a, another highlight oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the in the state of play as well. So, 
there are cool things and there's uh i i think it's funny somebody pointed out that like in a majority of these multiplayer shooter games there's always like a giant robotic spider-like creature mm-hmm. um and suicide squad has it one has one yeah. as, as well i thought that was really funny yeah i mean every world ending thing has a portal that opens up shit right avengers suicide squad ninja turtles <laughs> like i've seen a video that put like all of them together and i'm like god damn that's <laughs> that's insane um you think people would get a little bit more creative but it is what it is but anyways let's move on from gaming talk and clay i need uh, your people are talking again about dc and netflix man what's going on over here what so is this rumor? Don't say my people because hey, they, they are used definitely to be your not, people. Okay, he's, definitely he's, not what my is people. um? What do they call those people when they like leave Scientology? That's what Clay is now. He's he's gotten away from it, <laughs> and now he speaks out against it. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah. Shit. So what is this rumor? I had somebody come into my stream yesterday and be like, "Hey, so what are your thoughts on DC selling stuff to Netflix?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So you need to understand, and and listeners need to understand that. Zaslov is the type of person that is in the old ways of cable. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, if we sell our shows that are pitched to us, that we nab, that we cast and everything else, if we sell these shows to other streaming services, to other companies, we will get the revenue from the sale and we'll still get a residual from when it airs. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's trying to make as much money as possible with less work, basically. Um, and so that's why you have uh Sandman on Netflix, that's why you have uh, uh freaking Lucifer who was on Fox, that was a WB property, yeah. Um, eventually went to Netflix, still a WB property. That's um, still on. And, uh, no, Lucifer oh. ended, I believe, either last year or the year before that. Yeah, um, it had the girl from George Lopez, right? I think. Yes. Latina. Yeah. The one yeah, that yeah. took over for the daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was cool. <laughs> but uh, then you have uh, what is now being sold to Netflix being Dead Boy Detectives. It was a backdoor pilot on uh, Doom Patrol season three, uh, but they have an entirely new cast uh, for the show. And when. Of course, a certain particular part of the internet heard about DC selling this show to Netflix. They just had a, I, I don't, I don't know what kind of revelation that they had, but they assumed, oh, this means Netflix gets to pick and choose whatever they want over at WB. I don't understand how they connect these dots. Right, I, it, it is absolutely wild. So the idea of WB selling things to Netflix is just the fact that they're selling one particular show to Netflix. Yeah. That is it. Netflix doesn't get to say, hey, all DC properties need to come to Netflix now just because we're buying this show. That's not how it works. But of course, all the Zack Snyder Justice League guys are saying, oh, our campaign finally worked. Like all of our freaking uh, 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 freaking... Uh, videos with stolen faces they finally worked yeah yeah jesus christ i saw another one of those uh i think it was uh jared letter's joker i think was was the one that i saw yeah there was a jared leto uh joker and it was like 
you know, guys, I really hate Batman, but I love Zack Snyder and I love blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like just like it's it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen at this point. Like I'm going to steal the dream. words. <laughs> I'm going to steal the words right out of Juice's <laughs> mouth. It's a pipe dream. Yeah. And I think he's okay with it. And and going off of that, one thing that uh, we brought up uh, in Discord a couple of weeks ago mm. was the fact that uh, James Gunn mentioned Snyder. It was like, yeah. oh yeah, I talked to him already. Like he's he's he basically gave me the okay. Like not really the okay, but yeah. just saying like, oh, he agrees with all the choices I'm making. You know, he seems pretty happy where he is. He's not going to go anywhere at Netflix. That he's He's enjoying and loving all that. And people were like, oh, what's your source on that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. People were saying to James Gunn, hey, what is your source that Snyder is okay with staying at Netflix? Yeah. I'm just like, Are Snyder? Fucking insane. Yeah. Like, he talked to him. Yeah. The, the Snyder cultists are the, uh, the scene from Dumb and Dumber when he's like, so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> that's, that's the scene. And then when like, you know, when fucking Snyder or Gunn comes out and says there's no like bad, they're like, oh, what was all that one in a million talk? You know, uh, it's insane, man. It is. It, it blows my mind. What's going to be interesting. And I think this is only going to make it worse. What if Netflix goes under in the next few years? Because they're making some really bad decisions. Apparently, they're no longer the number one streaming service, if I'm correct on that. Because a lot of people are getting really pissed with everything that they're doing with the password sharing or the inevitable password sharing. Um, they're making a lot of bad shows. Like, dude, Netflix used to be the place for amazing shows. And now it seems like they're greenlighting a bunch of crap. They don't even know what they're doing anymore. Kind of doing what HBO Max is doing right now. Just kind mm -hmm. of unloading stuff, doing whatever. And they lost all their big shows, right? Like, it used to be the place where you go to get friends, to get The Office, to get like everything they had everything and now they don't yeah. have shit like so and, and the, the very the very like weird thing again kind of like how suicide squad is just following trends netflix is following the trend of oh we need more reality tv yeah in in our streaming services so like you have the dating stuff you have like now there's like a uh, house building shows or house selling shows on netflix as well um i think they just greenlit like maybe one or two more over at netflix but the big thing is the i think one of the ceos or, or i can't remember exactly his title over at netflix has mm -hmm. said we have never canceled a successful show yeah and i think that's in a weird way, he's right, but in a weird way, he's wrong. Yeah. Because there has been plenty of, like, huge campaigns for shows that originated on Netflix that, like, have just been canceled. And there has been huge waves of people supporting, hey, this was a good show. Like, why is it being canceled? What's going on? I think the yeah. most recent one was Warrior Nun. I never saw it, but mm. the people that I have talked to that have seen it said it was a really good show. I mean, has anyone ever canceled a successful show? I don't think so. I don't think you cancel stuff that's successful. So that's a weird statement. Um, you know, I don't understand that. Like, 
Game of Thrones didn't get canceled, you know? Breaking yeah. Bad didn't get canceled. The Walking Dead, maybe? But, I mean, that had 11 seasons, so, like... Yeah, I, 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 I would say that just ended. Like, it... Yeah, and they're still doing movies. So, like... Or they're, exactly. they're turning them into series or whatever. It was gonna yeah. be movies. But anyways, yeah, Netflix, I'm just... Let's just say Netflix is goes under in the next five to ten years. That's still going to be in the time frame of the DCU stuff. The Snyder cultists wouldn't go anywhere. They'd be like, he's free to come back to DC, y'all. He doesn't got the Netflix contract anymore. Bring him back. Um, well, like the, never the, unfortunate, the unfortunate thing now is, though, like Gunn keeps teasing the fact that Ben Affleck is still interested in like directing a project. And so yeah. they're like, we have our end. We still have our in. Yeah. Ben Affleck is right there. He's he's going to sneak Snyder in and he's going to really direct when Ben Affleck is really going to act. Yeah. Like, that's really what's going to yeah. happen, guys. It's like, and he could still damn. be Batman. Look at what they did with Keaton. Keaton's like 80, 100 years old. Of course, they could bring back freaking Ben Affleck. He's 20 years younger. Yeah. It's it's never going to stop. It's uh, wild, wild stuff. But. I don't know, man. That is some some crazy shit going on there. But speaking of James Gunn and the DCU, uh, he kind of teased Steve Agee being a part of a project pretty soon, which for those of you that don't know, this is the actor that is the goofy big guy in Peacemaker, the Suicide Squad movie, and he's the body double for King Shark. Yeah, so it was, I believe, uh, almost a week ago, actually. Uh, looking back at it, uh, well, actually, no, no, no. It was this past Sunday. Um, he said, "Happy birthday to my great friend and collaborator in Peak uh, uh, Economos." And he said, in parentheses, "Who you'll see sooner than you think." He says, "Steve Agee, love you, buddy." So that is interesting. We were just talking right before uh, we started recording, and you stated that, of course, uh, Waller. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, of course, going to be within the new DCU, is, in fact, going to be filming before Peacemaker Season 2. Yeah. Uh, and for some reason, in my mind, sooner than you think, might even, I in my mind, I'm thinking before Waller. Uh, Creature Commandos? Casting's done, apparently, or almost done, according to Gunn. True, true. I I think that could be it. Now, the only thing that makes me a little hesitant on Creature Commandos is it has been confirmed that uh, Rick Flag Sr. Mm-hmm. is going to be in that. And I don't know if it's like current Rick Flag Sr. or Rick Flag Sr. in the past. And Creature Commando will be a non-modern tv show it'll be set in the past interesting (gasps) do you think the flash brings back rick flag or do you think james gunn leaves him dead Ooh, because that would you think that would alter everything that happens in peacemaker it would and it wouldn't because depending on how things work i mean let's face it the way things work in the DC universe is wonky as shit. Mm-hmm. So like you can bring somebody back even with the, like still everything happened, still everything had happened. 
Yeah. So he he just currently comes back in the current timeline as is. And you can be like, how the fuck are you still alive? And you're like, I don't know. And then yeah. we all assume, oh, it must have been Flashpoint. Yeah, yeah. I guess they could do something like that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. But, I mean, Creature Commandos, I would assume, would be the first thing that's going to come out. It's going to, I would assume it comes out before Superman. Cause they're probably like animating it now, you know, or are going to start animating it soon. If it's not, I mean, they already did have, uh, what was it? Scripts, uh, scripts and concept art. So I'm yeah. sure the animation has probably already started. And one thing is, I really hope that this is a project that is like 2d animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, because gun did say a couple months ago, that his DCU will have CGI and 2D animation. Yeah. Be very interesting. He did also tweet out the authority um, on February 24th. Just hashtag the authority with the photo of them. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's going to be that full squad? I think it will be. the. Uh, everybody's freaking out over the girl in the center of the photo. I have not read all of the authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only read uh, issues that have tied into certain series. Uh, so I don't know the full story of the authority. And like, I only know some of the popular characters. Yeah. Um, so this woman in the center, I'm not entirely sure what her significance is, but people are freaking out about her. So. Yeah, in a positive way or a negative way? Like, like, oh my God, we're gonna see her in live action. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I have uh, gotten the book, but I have not been able to read it yet. So, um, I'm I wanna. Oh shit! I don't know if you guys heard that, but my mic just fucking fell. <laughs> so nice. Oh crap! Uh, so if that was loud, I apologize. But yeah, anyways, freaking, I have not seen. I actually broke my mic. It's completely broken. Wow. Uh, wow, look at that. I don't know if you can see it. It's hanging off. Well, you can't see it at all, but my mic's stand just shattered. So that fucking blows. Uh, anyways, exciting things. You never know what's going to happen on this podcast. My mic might fall again. It's literally hanging from half, which is crazy. I might switch it up here in a little bit. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what, what we're going to get. I feel like James Gunn's been kind of quiet recently, though. I feel like we haven't had as many talking points. He, yeah, he has been a little bit quiet, but I think that is a good thing. I think he is very busy yeah. in that sense. I think he is, of course, like he said, casting is almost done um, with the authority. Um, I think there was also like somebody on Instagram teased something that he possibly got a part in the authority. Mm-hmm. Um there was like, did you see all the news with Jack Black being like, Superman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that like was one of the that, tweets or something. That was all funny. Uh, they actually made like a whole like promo video with Jack Black in a Superman costume. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I think there has been like one or two actors that have actually teased that they uh, might be getting a role in DC, and currently we know that the Authority and uh creature commandos are things that are being worked on currently mm-hmm. uh so we'll see when yeah, do you think we we're quick when do you think we'll get like first official news of uh of like actual casting like do you think it'll be comic-con still 
Maybe, maybe. Um, I think DC has something to where maybe maybe they show the first trailer or teaser for Creature Commandos and maybe Blue Beetle. And maybe they have a big thing where like this is the cast of Authorities. Because usually what happens with Comic-Con is they'll just put out like a block and like this hour is for DC content. And then you go to Hall H and it's just like, oh my God, it's crazy. So um, yeah, that's what I would expect is going to happen. But we'll see. I, I think James Gunn wants to make a splash at Comic-Con. I would think he would want to. But we'll have to wait and see. Um, speaking of the DCU Elseworlds, though, uh, it is we weren't speaking about that, but let's just talk about Elseworlds. Uh, Colin Farrell apparently has been seen as Penguin or is seen in New York getting ready to shoot for this, correct? Yes, he arrived in New York yesterday as the time we were recording this, two days before as the time people are hearing this. Uh, he has uh, entered New York and they are going to be starting filming. Um, he said that he has done several weeks of uh, testing for makeup and they he said that he, they even improved upon what they had in the movie, which is insane to think about because that was already a really good makeup job. I just hope it's not, he's not drastically like are noticeably different. Like the way, um, how Kylo Ren's scar changed. Yeah. You know, I don't want him to look different. Like why that, that looks weird. That, how does he, you know, why does he look so different? Uh, I'm curious to just see what that, sh- what that movie is going to be. Again, I said this on a podcast a couple of while ago when we found out that this was going to be Elseworlds. I'm a little bit more optimistic about watching that universe now because I know it's not going to be the universe I care about. Now I'm just like, yeah. oh, let's see. Hopefully it's good. You know, hopefully yeah. it changes my mind. Um, but now that I know we're going to get another Batman and a Bat family and I don't have to watch everything that's going to be in that, I'm excited to watch it. Um, but yeah, one thing, uh, we kind of skipped over this. So I should have done this before we jumped to Elseworld. Shazam. A lot of stuff going on with Shazam right now. Uh, rumored poor box office predictions. We got the director talking and we got Zachary Levi needing to shut the fuck up. Um, because I don't, somebody needs to take his phone away or his social media away and be like, you need to not post anything until this movie comes out because you're just making, you're just, I don't know. Why are you doing this? You're sabotaging. Like, um, I feel like if I was in Hollywood, I would have been making clauses to be like, you cannot sabotage the movie for X amount of months prior, you know? Um, because Zachary Levi right now, we, had the conversation of him sending out some stuff that gave off the vibes that he's anti-vax. He tried to say it was about some big pharma, you know, buyout or whatever, when that happened like 12 years ago. And then um, recently he posted something about Britney Spears and conservatorships on his Instagram. And it seemed like he was favoring conservatorships. Uh, I'm saying that word wrong, conservatorships. And um, yeah, just w- what are you doing, Zachary? Like it's it's weird, and I think he like I think he knows he's he's out. Mm-hmm. I think he knows for sure that he's out because he made even more comments. Uh, I think yesterday, um, really? a new a new quote has come out from him. He is like he he's still singing the same song and dance, but in a different light. Now he says, "I feel good." That there's a future for Shazam, even mm-hmm. if they have to recast the role and it's another actor. The character is great. The character needs to keep going. So 
this is completely different from what he was talking about before. He was like, oh, yeah, me and Shazam, we're good. We're good. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. All this other stuff happens. And he did an Instagram live saying, oh, I think we're good. Or I think we're good. But even if it we're if we're not like, I, I think I'm pretty safe. I'm, I'm OK. And now it's, oh, I think Shazam is safe. Even if they have to recast me, I think yeah. Shazam is safe. So I, I think he knows he's out. Do you think they recast the whole squad or just him? I think they have to recast the whole squad to make them younger kids. Mm-hmm. I just don't want her to recast Mary Marvel. Like she's she the only one I want so to stick good. around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could see them though just recasting him because you can make a joke about it, and it's already a jokey type of movie. You can just be like, "Why'd you change your face?" And be like, "Well, wanted to be different." Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to. I saw this guy in a magazine or some shit like that. You know? Well, like in in so there is two different ways that Shazam has been written before. Mm-hmm. So. I believe the first way that Shazam was written, the character Shazam was a completely different identity from Billy. Mm-hmm. And then when he got revamped, it is just an older, stronger, wiser, you know, the, the acronym of Shazam yeah. of Billy. Mm-hmm. So I think you could technically, even though it's weird, you can get Asher Angel to be Shazam, which I don't oh, necessarily I don't think would be great. He would have to bulk up so much. Yeah. To be believable. Uh, but then what would you do? He'd be older and then he would just like turn the powers off and on. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. I don't know if you could really do that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I wish they, I don't want to see Mary Marvel get recast, but that would suck. I mean, I guess they would do it again, but again, you, you only have them for a limited amount of time. Do you really want to do that again? You know? Yeah. I, I think maybe you just recast Shazam because you're going to recast Black Adam already, right? Why not recast both? So, and then keep everybody else. Yeah. Like, because it, it, it would like, that's the one thing I hate, and this is why I say I'll still go watch movies with controversial people. Is it feels bad that other people that are trying to make it in the industry can get fucked over by one main person, you know? Like, like Ezra, like everybody's like, Oh, then we might not go watch that, but it's like, Oh, well, what about everybody else that's in that production that this is their big break? Sasha Kaye, you know, like we're really gonna fuck over Sasha Kaye because Ezra Miller's a bitch, you know, like. That sucks. Same thing. Zachary Leva is this weird dude. Why are we going to fuck over the rest of the cast that worked hard on the movie too? Like, yeah. I just don't believe in that. Um, also, it's not like one of those J.K. Rowling things where it's like she's going to get royalties. They've been paid. Like, it's only to like get them another movie in the future or something like that. I mean, maybe that's that what people true. don't want. Um, he's not making royalties off of Shazam, so is what it is um and then at, moving on from that i guess the only other news that is major this week is it, if you're a gotham knights fan is that joe chill has been cast in the show is he gonna be the one that killed bruce wayne like who cares i literally i literally saw somebody say why the hell is joe chill casted in a show where batman is already dead like yeah like why and you unfortunately you already know where's the why is what is the significance of joe chill 
the killing of the parents. The yeah. one thing that everybody's tired of seeing, we're going to see again in yeah. an even crappier version. Yeah, I don't know why you why you even need that. I mean, it would be interesting if Joe Chill was the one that killed Batman, you know? Um, but like even then, what what would be the significance, you know? Yeah. I just think it's a stupid show. They made up a new kid. I swear to God, if I ever see that kid in the comics, like, they better not be like, oh, he's in a show. We're going to put him in the comics now. I'm be like, if I write him, he's dead. I don't care. Make him popular. He's dead. Nah, hate him. <laughs> um, I just think it's dumb. Uh, that whole show, I wish that would be one thing James Gunn could cancel and be like, you know, we're just going to pull the plug now. Uh, WB's done worse. Uh, you know, they've they've canceled a bunch of other stuff. I just read an article because I think was the investor called last week or two weeks ago? I got the burps. I think it was last week. So you said they lost like one point two billion dollars or something like that. Something yeah. around those figures. I just saw that there is a show that apparently was getting a lot of buzz as the next euphoria that oh had, my did God. you see that? You see the, this that the, show the... uh with Johnny Depp's daughter in it? Yeah. Yeah, so it's getting a lot of crazy hype for being a show that they were really excited about because it was going to talk about how the industry fucks over like young starlets and stuff like that. And somehow, I guess a new director, a new showrunner has come in and taken over and they're reshooting the whole fucking series, like adding like another it's they spent like 50 to 75 million on this series already. So they're reshooting it. And now, like, people are saying now it's kind of like torture porn or some shit like that. Yeah, so uh, the, I think it was... It has The weekend in it, too. I think the Rolling Stones just put out uh Yeah, that's what I was reading it from, yeah. Uh, the, the actual quote on the tweet said that... Oh, shit, where did it go? I saw it just earlier. Yeah, I was yeah. reading the article earlier today, too. It came across my timeline. But just the fact that, like, it says here, uh, they scrapped the whole thing, and it reportedly, the weekend uh, shows overarching message and instead increasing the amount of disturbing sexual content and nudity. And basically, it is, somebody explained it in the Rolling Stones, saying that it was basically every uh, rape fantasy a misogynistic man has ever dreamt of or something like that yeah like, god damn i was all like like i i am somebody that is very um uh for artistic vision but you can do too much of something you know like i don't say anything's ever off the table because i think it, the story whatever makes the story stronger or better i'm for it uh, i know a lot of people had issues with stuff like that in game of thrones right um, but I mean, I figured in that time frame, in that era, that probably happened a lot, you know? So it, it was fitting or whatever. I don't think it should be like something that happens every episode. I don't even think like, as much as I'm a, pro a proponent of nudity and stuff like that too, I don't even think that should be in everything. Like, because yeah. you can have too much of it. Sometimes you just need a little sprinkle and you're just like, Oh, cool. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I do think there are some shows out there that kind of go overboard with it. I've never watched your euphoria or whatever, but I hear there is like a lot of boobs and stuff in that too. And people have complained about that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, but I saw that and I was like, dude, WB is just throwing money away. How do you film a show that you were really excited about? They've dropped trailers for it already. And then just reshoot all of it. Like blows my mind. Um, 
So I don't know what is happening at WB with their shows that are not superheroes, but holy crap. Um, so that is some crazy shit going on. But that is all we got for the entertainment portion of the podcast. Now we're going to move on to your viewer questions. And since we did this so late, we only got two in the Discord. But uh, the first one is from John. Cube uh, of the podcast, what job would you get in the DC universe? <laughs> so I feel like this question has has not been asked to us personally but i feel like just in conversation people have always asked like what universe would you like to live in yeah and like the idea of like people are like i wouldn't want to live in any of these because like your your house could easily be destroyed inside of metropolis or you know something crazy could happen uh you could be siphoned off energy uh we'll talk about that later on later today um Honestly, if I was in the DC universe, knowing that superheroes exist in my world, um, honestly, I think as crazy as it sounds, I I think maybe journalism would legitimately be something that would be compelling, uh, very competitive, uh, but that's already how it is today. Uh, But I think that would be kind of fun. Or uh quite possibly in the movie industry because now you have like legitimate inspiration uh yeah. for everything pretty cool yeah i feel like you'd also i mean they probably never do it but like you'd probably get the real people to do the action scenes like you just film everything like oh handheld oh shit oh shit <laughs> real shit um i think Two different ones, because like in real life, I figured if I wasn't into all this creative stuff, and I figured I'd I'd also do this if I just had a lot of money and I knew like I was taken care of, my family was taken care of. I've always kind of wanted to go back to school to get like a psychology degree because I think the human mind is very interesting. So I'd probably do something like that, try to get a job like at an Arkham or maybe not something as crazy as Arkham, but like to deal with the criminal mind in a superhero universe, I think would be very interesting. But the other one would be crime scene cleanup just to see how fucked up a lot of these villains were and what they did and just be there and be like, oh, shit. Oh, crap. Because I'd, I'd probably also do like I don't know what the rules are of crime scene cleanups, but like how vaguely can you talk about that stuff? Because I figure you could do a podcast and be like, yo, I just went to this one scene recently that was fucking gangster. You know? <laughs> um, or like something along those lines. Like, I wonder how that works because, yeah. you know, um, yeah, that'd be crazy shit. But, or photographer. I think that'd be probably, you said journalism, but like if you're doing crime scene photography and just doing all that kind of shit, who be wild. knows? Yeah, it would be wild. I feel like if, if superheroes were real, though, it'd probably be more like the boys than anything. I just feel like that's how it would be. Like, I just yeah. feel like they would. there would be a lot of corrupt people with power. Because, yeah. like, we I mean, there's corruption now, and nobody has superhero powers. Like, you fucking have one uh, Homelander. It's GG, dude. Imagine a bunch of them fucking walking down Charlotte's with their fucking tiki torches, like all Homelanders, like you're done. Jesus Christ. Like, GG. Um, but yeah, I, I would probably go with one of those. Uh, we got, uh, it's Charlie, bro. How far do you see the new DCU going? Like, do you think that we'll see characters from Nightwing to Punchline? We're supposed, uh, we were supposed to, yeah, we were supposed to have been seeing Nightwing years ago. Um, well, 
the Nightwing thing should have happened, but the director got like Dungeons and Dragons and a whole bunch of other movies. And he's like, yeah, we're still working on the Nightwing stuff. Um, I doubt he's in the picture anymore at all. Um, yeah. And now with James Gunn taking over. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd probably be shocked if we don't see Punchline in the movies, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, because it gives a nice companion to Joker. To I feel like, I don't know how they would keep it under wraps, but I think if you could not show her and she's a surprise, like in a Joker movie and Punchline shows up, I think that'd be really cool. I think it would make sense. And the reason yeah. why I think it would make sense that Punchline shows up, uh, and I know this isn't the question, but just uh, bouncing off of you, is the fact that we have seen an independent Harley. Yeah. The fact that we see a Harley that is separate from Joker, you have that and you have that history, that implied history, because this, of course, is going to be a somewhat of a new universe. You choose whoever Joker you're going to choose. And instead of looking for somebody who is going to be compatible with Margot Robbie, you find whoever is going to be compatible with the new person you want as punchline. Yeah. Like, that's what you go for. And yeah. I think that'll be really, really fun. Um, but in regards to how long do you think this will go, uh, I think that James Gunn will sign two more contracts. And I think it'll go for, at right now, minimum 12 years. Hmm. I think it will all depend on the success of the first few films. Uh, the thing that sucks is you can't count these next four but I think people on the internet are going to. So that means something like Superman and the Batman movie and stuff are going to have to be like lights out. Awesome. Um, But here's the thing too. I think a lot of people are going to constantly compare the new DC movies to Marvel's box office. And I'm like, you can't do that. Like it's not fair. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to get Avengers. Cause like a lot of the last Marvel movies have been like close to a Billy, like every time. Right. I haven't been keeping up with the box office, but they're doing pretty well. And so a lot of people are like, look at a uh, look at Eternals made this much, and y'all can't even scratch that. Like, blah, 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 you know, I'm like, dude, yeah. It also has like it's post Endgame, and they're building a new stories and stuff like that. Of course, there's already a built in audience. Like people are gonna go watch that no matter what. It's just like the John Wick stuff. Everybody's gonna go John Wick. We just bought tickets for it. Like, you know, it's it's just that kind of shit. Like once you have an audience, they'll keep coming back. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I could see it going uh, minimum ten years, but I mean, I would be lying if I said I didn't have a little bit of doubt that it could, if if Superman sucks, people would be like, yep, they're never going to get it right. And, you know. and But that's what I also mean by when we talked about it last week, when I said that Zaslov needs to have trust in gun. Yeah. He needs to know that if one show stings or or if one movie doesn't make exactly the amount that they want, that they just need to keep going because eventually, because I think that's more than anything because if the studio says, Oh, we fucked up, then the rest of the people, the general audience and fans, they're like, Oh yeah, they fucked up. They even said so. Yeah. The opinions of, of general audience and us don't matter as much as the people who are actually fucking running it. Like, yeah, that's the thing. If we are like, bickering over like oh this is better oh no this is better oh that wasn't as good oh well this one was like we're still giving them their money like our money that's what they care about 
And as long as you keep pumping all that shit out, I think it'll last a while. Yeah. It sucks that Shazam's going to be the first test. And people are going to be like, oh, see his daddy. I'm like, bro, this movie was made so long ago. But that's what you're going to hear on Twitter. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it sucks. I, I hope it's 20 years. That's what I would hope. But there ain't no guarantee of that. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping it is. Uh, I'm just hoping it's entertaining. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. If, even if it's just five years, I hope the next five years are entertaining as fuck. Uh, so moving on over to the YouTube, we got Moncre. Uh, why the heck is Rami Malik always the fan favorite cast for Scarecrow? I've seen some of his work and just can't see it. Not sure why people would think he'd fit the role. Thoughts? I think it's his eyes and his face. I think he's just got a very unique look and he's kind of got a, you know, if you saw him on the street, you'd be like, something, something about that guy. I think it's just his facial features. Is he the one from the uh iRobot show? Or Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot, yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. He's of. the okay. one that played um Queen. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's his face? Um uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting the singer's name. Um uh, fucking Oh my god, oh, I'm Jesus forgetting Christ. <laughs> I'm forgetting the lead singer's name. Queen, 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 Queen. I don't know. Um Fuck, Stevie, no, I was going to say Stevie Wonder. Totally different. Um, Why the fuck am I missing his name? Mercury. Freddie yeah, Mercury. Freddie Mercury, there you go. Uh, Stevie Wonder. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I, I've, That's the first time I've ever heard that. But he has a unique look. I've never heard that personally as a fan casting. Um, what would be I my first I've, pick? I, I think I've seen it once or twice. I don't think he would be my first pick either. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody I would cast him in the Batman universe, though. Him? Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't know right now. Not at the top of my hand. Um, you know what? Because I've seen him in more of like in in the shows that I have seen him in, or maybe even movies. He's been a little bit weirder. Um. I would say uh freaking the the doctor uh the the Arkham Hugo Strange Hugo Strange yeah Everybody wants Dave Batista right now for some reason uh Well it's because of the knock knock of the cabin I think yeah is the the reason why Um yeah I don't know I don't have a pick for him to be honest uh, uh yeah I don't I don't have anybody right now to be honest so got nothing but yeah I, I i mean i could see him as scarecrow but i mean he wouldn't be my first pick yeah. so going on to the next one we got nathan which character would be most interesting to see condiment queen patty burgess is a food-based villain that is essentially condiment king's harley burger to his sauces um <laughs> bat bat <laughs> bat bat batman's new bat sidekick that is used to for spy missions Full with gadgets and outfit. And then Guano is a poop-based baddie who wants Gotham to know it's gone to shit. He's Mr. Freeze. He's Mr. Freeze powerful, but isn't deadly. So Guano falling bat bat. <laughs> like I was just all like, I thought the bat 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 was named Guano. When so I first so read here's, here's the problem with bat bat though. I'm pretty sure uh clown hunter. I'm pretty sure that's his bat's name, is Bat Bat, right? Oh, probably. Oh, his actual bat. Maybe. Yeah, the yeah, Bat Bat. Know. 
I think that's what he called it. I think he's like, oh yeah, this is my bat bat. And it's like, that's fucking stupid. Um, so you know what? I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Condiment Queen. That's the really? only winner here, I think. Yeah, Bat Bat with an outfit and gadgets seems really weird. Like I can understand a bat maybe helping out Batman for spy missions, but he'd have to talk. Unless he has a camera on him and like you know, he yeah. flies around. But have you ever seen a bat just like glide? I've only seen bats ever be chaotic. And they're like flying all over the ways. Like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. That you know is true. I mean? Yeah, no, like, I I actually, uh, when I was younger, um, a bat uh, flew into our house. Mm-hmm. And the only way that we could get it out was we had to seal off the room with a mattress. Like we had to pick up the mattress to block off a corner of the house. And then it finally just like went out the door. Um, yeah, no. Bats are usually kind of chaotic. The, I, I don't know how you would, unless it was like somehow in the sense of like hypnosis or whatever, but I feel yeah. like that's kind of cruel. So I don't think Batman would do that. Huh. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That would be, he doesn't, he, he has no problem using kids as fighting weapons, but probably draws a line at animals. Uh, he usually helps animals, to be honest. But yeah, I, I guess Condom and Queen, probably the best. Although Guano, a poop-based baddie, uh, I feel like I've heard worse in Gotham, so I wouldn't be shocked. But yeah, Condiment Queen, Patty Burgess is actually just a really good name. So shout out to you. That was a (laughs) solid thing, Nathan. Uh, Eduardo de la Cruz, riddle me this. Who's freaking winning? Uh, Deathstroke versus Captain America. Condiment King versus Clown Hunter. I I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to go for my hate now. Uh, and Mr. Satin versus Mr. Freeze. Mr. Satan from... Well, yeah, I know. Is, that... is it Satan or Satin when they pronounce it in the show, though? I'm pretty sure it's Mr. Satan. Is it Mr. Satan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Freeze is kicking his ass. I mean, <laughs> but are we doing it from the show, like the way the show does it? Because that means somebody's going to save him and make him look good. So that means he's Mr. Freeze would be fighting <laughs> Goku or somebody like Gohan. And then Mr. Freeze is getting his ass beat. If we're doing it in terms of a Dragon Ball Z show, Mr. Satan. Uh, if we're doing just one-on-one, Mr. Freeze beats his ass. Because he also well, has Majin Buu by his side. But see, I also I also feel like in, in a way, like most crossovers kind of do this. That like, mm-hmm. depending on if they're at like their home universe, they get like home field advantage or whatever. Yeah. So like if Mr. Satan is in Gotham, his ass is, is getting kicked. But yeah. if he's within the D uh DBZ universe, mm-hmm. I feel like he would win. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I'm just going one on one fight, no home field advantage. Mr. Freeze beats him, like yeah. hands down. Destro versus Captain America. I feel like it's a relatively good fight. I'd probably go Deathstroke. This one is actually really fun because you have to really think about uh, the the weapons that they yeah. choose. So, of course, Deathstroke has guns and a sword. Uh, Captain America has a shield, which it has huge reach, yeah. uh, which I think is phenomenal uh, in, in this case of, of fighting. Uh, I don't know, man. This one would be really, really fun. Are we saying that um, Deathstroke has his ba- like a basic sword? Because doesn't he have like that God Killer sword that fucking is super epic and shit too? I've never known the history. 
I never know the history of his swords or whatever. If there's yeah. anything like mystical about them, or he not. had like some super powered sword. I want to say in the last like two or three years, I could be completely making that up. But okay. I want to say that there was something revolving around some type of sword he had that was like badass. Um, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Anybody that's read Deathstroke recently. Um, I mean, Captain America does have a lot of reach, but he's also only got like super strength, you know? Well, the super soldier serum does in a way give him like faster healing. Yeah. Uh, just like uh, Deathstroke has, but I don't think it's as powerful as whatever Deathstroke has. I but don't Deathstroke think... also has the fighting. Like Captain America is just a really good soldier. I was going to say he's he's had military training. Yeah. He doesn't. And you can say the same way that like Batman trained to become Batman. Mm-hmm. Captain America, Steve Rogers trained to be a better Captain America once he woken up from ice. Yeah. Uh, so you can kind of say that he may have more than just regular military training. Yeah, uh, because he trained with that of like Black Panther later on in his years. Uh, and there's been stories of him. Uh, he's referenced like doing other training as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I'm going to go Captain America because okay. I, I and the only reason why I'm going Captain America is I think that the shield would be a surprise to Deathstroke. I'm going to go Deathstroke just for the fighting aspect. Because I feel okay. like they would cancel each other out with weapons. The guns and stuff would be blocked by the shield. I feel like if you threw the shield, he could at least block it with his sword. You know what I mean? Like It would make probably knock him back, but it, he wouldn't take the blunt of the damage from the sword. But that's what I mean. Like the shield has this weird, like bounce capability that it does, mm-hmm. and I don't think that Deathstroke would like see that coming. That's when I say it would be a surprise factor. Interesting, huh. because you don't really see anybody in the DC universe using a shield. Batman used batarangs that used to turn back and fly around. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I I just think depending on what storyline you're going with when it comes to deathstroke you have he was supposed to be the the demon's head so i mean he yeah. was supposed to be what you know rachel ghoul's successor and you know they both got trained they he trained batman and uh deathstroke i feel like batman there's no question that he beats captain america and deathstroke's beat batman um i i don't know i think it, it would come down to who do the web i'm gonna say deathstroke i think it comes down to what weapons deathstroke has uh, is what I would put in there because does he have his full arsenal? Can he like distract, uh, you know, Captain America? Can he do all this kind of stuff? I think if like if you take away no weapons, who do you got? I'm talking hand to hand combat. Hand to hand, I'm going Deathstroke. Yeah, I would go Deathstroke because he knows more martial arts. Although I've seen you know Steve Rogers rip a log in half, so maybe <laughs> if he gets a hold of Deathstroke's like jaw, dead. Uh, but he wears a mask, so you know he probably wouldn't have to worry about that. So yeah, I think we're split there. Condiment King versus Clown Hunter. I, I want to hear yours first. first. I want to hear yours first. I want to hear you say it. Clown Hunters killed people. <laughs> and 
he's disabled the Batmobile. <laughs> as much as I hate the kid. I Guys, you better download him. this episode, save this clip, do whatever you yeah. can. This I'm is still the only time it. you're going to hear him say yeah. anything good about Clown Hunter. I- I'll still oh. kill Clown Hunter if I get to ride Batman. Um, I would probably... Condiment King would have a better time in my universe of riding Batman than Clown Hunter. I'll say that. I like Clown... I like Condiment King more than I'll ever like Clown Hunter. But just based off comic books and what I've seen... They've made Clown Hunter a little too OP. He's been training with Ghost Hunter and all of, or whatever the fuck his name is, Ghost Mask, or I already forgot his name. Um, and uh, yeah, I I have to sadly give it to Clown Hunter. Because um, again, Condiment King's just a nobody. But I hate Clown Hunter. Fuck him. I hope he dies. Like, he should. Multiple times. He should have died in that run. Oh, I'll always say that. Shouldn't have been I... the designer. Should have been Clown Hunter. Yeah, for real. Uh, I I just wanted to hear you say it, uh, but I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clown Hunter does have the experience of actually killing uh, where Condiment King, as of right now, I don't believe he does. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Condiment King would get his ass beat by a kid. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to throw this out there in advance. Anybody in Tinian's run would probably be Can- Condiment King. So don't every week run down a Tinian character that I hate. <laughs> um so just saying that now uh anyways next up we got jason todd if you could see a one bad day series from any batman villain who would you be interested in uh who would you be interested who would introduce you the most and why dyslexia um what do you got i got mine already i think ours might be the same um, i don't know i'd be shocked if you're picking mine um i'm i know we already got the really good story in the digital first uh comic but mothman okay yeah i don't know if i would want anything better than mothman that's a really good story that mothman story is really cool because it it adds a different aspect to him that i would have never thought about and it always seemed like he was a jokey kind of villain and they kind of made him a smart villain Um, but even so so here's here's something that i guess has never been asked us to us before what if they were to take that story from the Gotham Knights digital first series, mm-hmm. made it into a one bad day, but just elaborated the story? Like instead of the 12 pages that it was, yeah. make it into a 60 or 80 page giant. How'd you feel about that? I, I'm going to counter argument with this. How would you feel if they added more pages to the John Carpenter Joker story. See, I don't like that one. Exactly. (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) I think when you, when you find a story that is so good, you don't want to touch it. You know, Yeah. that's why I get so antsy when Jeff Johns tried to touch killing joke and like all of that. Cause I'm like, dude, those stories in my mind are already perfect or solid. You have to be really, really good to add to that kind of stuff. And so I don't want to touch the Mothman story. This is what I would want to do, though. To make it a one bad day book, you get a bunch of other smaller characters like Mothman, give them 12 pages and do the same kind of story and then make that one one bad day book. Like one bad day for various villains. I don't know what you would call it. Like, um, you know, one bad day, the forgotten villains or some stupid shit. 
the no name because then you could do a 12 page condiment king video or uh book you know so like the one bad day anthology something like that like where you just yeah. have a bunch of random villains in there remember when they did that villain book that had i was that the penguin one that had that horrible penguin story by danny devito like oh when, yeah remember it was a bunch of villains in a book like do something like that which to be honest i think that's where the mothman book it's it's in that book but you say it's in gotham knights i i read it in the in the that anthology book so unless they reprinted it because i have it downloaded they may have reprinted it so, let me i'll i'll double check though uh, they don't have the dc app anymore so all of my gotham knights books are just on the app and i can't see anything else that dc oh, app crazy. got terminated so um so yeah i mean i it wasn't in the ones i bought that's for sure but anyways um i would go so you're saying mothman that's yours i would go either scarface or dollmaker those would be my two i would Ooh. love to see how dollmaker became dollmaker how did he go from a guy that just started sewing up people and making dolls out of real human skin and body parts like that's a fucked up story i want to know also same thing with scarface how does scarface become one bad day also it's not mothman it's killer moth oh, sorry yeah, killer moth. i got those two confused um i'm looking also for some like uh honorable mentions mm -hmm. i would say um let's see here give me a one bad day hugo strange okay because i i personally mm -hmm. i've never really looked into his origin like i don't know enough about hugo strange to be like oh, i don't need that i already know yeah. him like i would want to know what makes him tick and all of that stuff so i would be okay with a hugo strange um and i think I would also be down for uh oh well we're getting a Raz al Ghul next month. Uh yeah. What would what would mm -hmm. you say is is one of your honorable mentions? Honorable mentions? I wouldn't go with Hugo Strange and, and the only reason why I wouldn't care for one, Hugo Strange has been ruined for me because of Batman Terror. And in Batman Terror, Hugo Strange has a Batman sex doll. Sex doll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've... it's so weird. And I'm just like, why do you have that? Like, it's so weird. Honorable mention. Um, I'm trying to think of a really, like, obscure Batman villain. I'm, like, looking at my books, and, of course, like, they're not, not coming up with anything. Um, One Bad Day, Black Mask. So... Okay. Yeah. Granted, didn't we get those though? Didn't we get like origins of all these characters? Because wasn't it his mom like a makeup artist or something? Like, you're the villain did a lot of that shit, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe not Black Mask. Because then we showed like, because apparently Black Mask was like really handsome or something, and he was like doing makeup or some shit because of his mom, and then he burnt the thing onto his face or some shit. Um. Yeah, I don't. I only say Black Mask because that's the only thing I could think of right now. I'm pretty sure there's some better villains I would be more interested in. I'm pretty sure there's some badass female villains I would like to see, but I can't even think of them right now. Um, so yeah, I'd go with that. One Bad Day Clock King, 
Although, if you go watch his animated episode, that is his one bad day. So, I think it works for him there. <laughs> uh, got the burps. Uh, let's see. Uh, Clay says, which of these alternate universe scenarios would be most hype? Nolan Batman, Scarecrow. Okay, Nolan Batman, I guess the series. Uh, the Scarecrow and Joker reluctantly team up to defeat Bane in The Dark Knight Rises. Um, so the first two villains of the first two movies take on the villain of the third movie. Why would Batman be there? I would say that. Um, or why would Batman even matter there? Uh, we got Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill live-action Joker slash Batman fight. And three, Bale Batman, Roth Superman, world's finest movie instead of The Dark Knight Rises. I don't. I think number one, I just throw in the trash. I don't care about that. One... Uh, I think so. Correct me if I'm wrong. Joker mm -hmm. was always supposed to be in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, and then he, he yeah. had to be written out mm -hmm. of that story. Um, and I kind of, I kind of hate the Scarecrow's uh cameo yeah. in Rises. Like it was just like, so, hey, you, yeah, you so need weird. to be in this film just to kind of make it. Go full yeah. circle. And the dialogue um, was cheesy as fuck. Not my diagnosis. Yeah. Like, I, I hated that. It's almost as bad as the <laughs> fucking policeman. Uh, it's not, uh, that's not good. I fucking hate that guy. I swear to God. <laughs> the whole movie. Um, I, I, I will go ahead and throw away number one as well. Um, it, number two, we got a version of each of them live action. Mm-hmm. A fight between them live action, don't necessarily think I would absolutely love that. Yeah. Just because I just love their animated forms. Um, but I remember a rumor that happened immediately after The Dark Knight mm -hmm. um, that almost made number three like even possible. Hmm. Um, like after The Dark Knight, there were so many rumors of. Uh, Ralph and Bale uh, going into WB to sign a contract uh, for World's Finest. Hmm. Uh, that would have been cool. It would have been awesome, but I just don't think uh, they were like super interested in doing anything like that. So crazy shit, crazy shit. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go with three as well. I think that's the more interesting one. Um, but prime like a uh, young kevin conroy and young mark hamill in joker and batman might be cool so like i'm talking about like luke skywalker hamill oh okay okay you know so, i could see that i could see that it would be interesting but uh yeah so that's all the questions we got for this oh, week. Little, uh, oh, uh alexis barretta oh it's not popping up on my end yeah oh, right, so he uh, this was 37 minutes ago Oh, shit. Um, so very like in the middle of us recording. If you could give any villain the speed force, who would it be and why? He says, I choose Croc. Croc's just going to eat everybody. Hum, 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 hum. That's like, just fucking biting off everybody. Um, we already kind of talked about this. Somebody else asked this. I mean, Zaz. Like, oh, that's yeah, right. You know? yeah, yeah, but yeah. he would like every time he'd cut himself, he'd just heal and be like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, like, he, he wouldn't be able to, to to fuck up his body anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. Either like Zaz, or I would like to see like 
somebody else in the bat family get it mm-hmm. okay and like i would i mean they're not doing anything with this character anyway give it to duke yeah give him even more crazy powers he would just be like the other wally though they're both yellow they both got the speed force oh black. no like it would just be the same kind of character so like yeah, i, I think that would be the that. worst get you know give it to stephanie if, if you're going bad family because she's always kind of oh, the butt not? of the yeah. joke you know yeah um because at least you know she go back to being spoiler because like she'll be fast like a car you know fast and furious yes yeah i love it yeah so there you go the spoiler takes on a different name so yeah i, I would go with that but um yeah crazy stuff crazy stuff crazy stuff Anyways, um, that is it for your viewer questions. Uh, sorry if we missed you. Uh, that one, like I said, we almost missed that one by Alexis because we're recording a day early, just in case we, in case you missed that at the start of the podcast. But now we're moving on to comic reviews. This was a shorter podcast. Uh, if there is anything that comes out today or in the next day or so, we will cover it on next week's podcast. But let's move over to comics and let's talk about because um, I think we we could talk about this. The, the anime episode that we witnessed earlier. But let's ca- talk about the ending of Tom King's run on Human Target. So I think some people in the Discord um, were not happy with the last issue. And then some people, I, I loved it. I loved the last issue. But I think you were on the fence of it. I'm not too sure. I don't remember. Uh, so this, at first, I'll be completely honest. I was like, this is the end like yeah i feel like a lot of people would think that like just because i was i was reading it and like you know fucking chance dies the very beginning of the issue he's he's dead and then you're just going throughout the aftermath and the thing for me that kind of solidified me not liking it oh is and and i totally get the argument i feel like i already know your argument going into it is that in king's stories of course he writes these characters very realistic Mm -hmm. and in that sense anybody can do bad things yeah anybody especially for people that you might care about and everything else like people humans are unpredictable that is something that is very real in our world Mm -hmm. one thing that i don't like that tom does is he takes the fantasy away from us sometimes and with these characters that we have a preconceived notion of yeah you know we had the like we didn't really have the argument but we argued with people that were listening to the podcast about the the fantasy that yeah guy's an asshole but he would never be a murderer like Mm -hmm. like, he would never do this he would never stretch out to be this kind of person yes but he's still a hero right and he is still an asshole and with this ending and we'll go ahead and talk about it i'm not gonna you know beat around the bush anymore the ending of this book basically leads up to ice killing lex luther yeah that's like, the impression that they gave you yeah that's the impression that they give you and it is 
a long time coming. Like from almost, I wouldn't say the beginning of this book, mm-hmm. but like as soon as you see the conversation going with Martian Manhunter, you're like, yeah, this is not going to end well with ice. Yeah. In the sense of who she is becoming, not necessarily she's going to get her comeuppance because she is doing a bad thing, but she is doing a bad thing and might actually get away with it. Yeah. Um, and you can head cannon like, Oh, Lex Luthor dies. And there's another investigation. Batman is involved. And then boom, Ice gets caught for killing Lex Luthor. Yeah, you could totally headcanon this. But in a world of superheroes where these people do great things because they're great people, like that, this one kind of rode me the wrong way at the very end. And again, this is somebody who loves Superman, who Mm. despises Lex Luthor, but like seeing a hero intentionally poison and kill Lex Luthor, like, yeah. God damn. Yeah. I I could totally see that argument. Um, my thing with this is I've I've said it many a times while we read this book. Even though like Ice was automatically the first suspect, right? In this first book, like when yeah. you're reading this book. So when it turned out to be Ice in general, I was like, Yeah, we saw that coming, but the story itself was a wild ride and it was awesome yeah. to read. But you know, Tom King loves the noir stuff and the classic trope of noir is the femme fatale and she's always the suspect and she's always the one that gets the better of the detective. So it doesn't surprise me at all, but I enjoyed the ride, right? Like you go into superhero movies, you always know the heroes are going to win, right? They're going to go through some shit, but the heroes are always going to win. Kind of same thing with this. You know, the femme fatale is going to cause some shit. I like that chance died. I will stick by that because I think if he would have just magically got cured, Batman had a serum or something like that. Um, I think I would have been kind of pissed. So I'm glad that he just died. And I think this became an ice story at the end of the day because she was the main reason why this whole thing got started, right? Why did they try to kill Lex Luthor in the first place? It's because Lex killed ice at one point. And so it's always been a revenge story. And I think this was one of those classic things of if somebody can get away with something, what stops them from doing it again, right? And yeah. she got away with it the first time. She killed Chance, somebody she ended up falling in love with. And she was like, well, he died. He's the only one that knows. I can fucking bully Martian Manhunter into not knowing. And I can kill Lex Luthor. And she will do it again. And I think that's... I, well, I think it, Go for it. Go for it. I was going to say, it's, it's not necessarily she's bullying Martian Manhunter into not knowing. Martian Manhunter was picking up the trail. And she's like, oh, nope, you can't do that. Because, mm-hmm. of course, she knows that if anybody finds out, it's like they're going to find out that it was her. Yeah. And so she blackmails him and she like goes straight for the throat when they call when they when they when he calls her and talks to her. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And so I think I think what this came down to and I think this is what the big trope is in a lot of Tom King's comics is not every superhero is good. You know, we've seen that with a lot of his other like his like we saw Adam Strange was not a good guy at the end of the day. And I think ice is kind of the same thing because and I think this was I think stories like this only emphasize Batman's no kill rule even more that superheroes don't kill. Right. Because if you realize you have the power to take a life and get away with it, what keeps you from doing it again? What keeps you from being a villain? She has shown 
that she is not a hero. She is a villain because she accidentally killed somebody. And then she was like, fuck, it didn't work the first time. Let me do it again and get yeah. it this time. And she, what we assume succeeds. So at the end of this, I would not consider Isa. It's funny because we had the argument of guy being a dick or whatever. And like doing all this stuff. Guy's an accomplice. He did this shit too. Fire's an accomplice as well. I would say both of them are cool with bending the rules to their own way. It looks like Justice League Detroit is all full of fucking criminals. Yeah. So again, freaking I don't boosters mind. stealing from different eras to make his freaking bagel shop that <laughs> ended up failing to begin with. Like if people got sick from some ancient <laughs> yeast or some shit like that, whatever it was. Um, yeah, I think overall, I think the book, the series itself was fucking great. I said this on the last episode that we covered this. I wish he would have killed her. I just for once want a story. Yeah, that when ends it when like it did that. the flat when it did the flashback yeah. to them on the beach. And the whole thing was like, oh, I'm not going to kill you. Just, uh, I, I have to ask you a favor. He's just like, oh, wait, do you, are you sure it's not, you You don't want to kill me? It's you, or what did she say? She said, uh, she says, oh, you can't kill me because you need a favor or mm -hmm. you can't kill me and you need a favor. Yeah. Like, which one is it? And he says, does it make a difference? Um, I would have kind of preferred if he legitimately found out and then there was actual justice just because for me i'm gonna go with an old quote that uh my friend ray over on a different podcast says uh i hate when the bad guy wins yeah um and you're right like even though ice has always been depicted as a hero in this particular story she is the villain and i just don't like when villains win yeah yeah i agree um it sucks but I just, I just reading it from the, the noir aspect. So I was yeah. like, I was always expecting that. But that's why I said I would have loved for her to get shot. Like, it would have been awesome. Because that would have been the justice, right? And then then you could have had the final issue be a story of him like, well, in the last 12 days I fell in love, solved the mystery, and now I'm going to die either way. Like, that yeah. would have been interesting. And then you could have had just Batman show up and just had a few words with him before he died. Like, that would have been epic. Um but yeah, there's always a, in hindsight, there's always a better way to write a story, right? Um, but I enjoyed this ride. I think this is one of Tom, King, uh, Tom King's top books for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think it is a little different. This this final issue didn't seem that exciting because I already knew what was going to happen. I knew she wasn't going to die, you know? That's what I'm saying. If I would have turned the page and she would have died, I would have been like, oh, fuck, King did it. He killed Alfred. So it's not like I can't say that he won't do something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I still enjoy the story, but I could definitely see people thinking that this was a, a, a wet fart at the end because they didn't get the ending they wanted. I will say there is a cover of this issue that I absolutely want. Um, the, it's it's the one where you see the back of Chance and he mm -hmm. has the target on him and you just see the, oh, like, yeah. her looking into the reader's eyes or whatever. Like that cover looks awesome. Yeah, I really like Cla that one. Classic, uh, classic noir type poster. Yeah, but overall, I think the book was good because again, I think King create not created a character, but he showed a character a lot of people didn't know, and he made him awesome. And I think that was really cool. And we'll always have that Batman issue where Batman wasn't in it, but it was all about Batman. I thought that yeah. was a fucking fantastic issue. If it Tom made King my it made my Tom my top yeah. ten twenty twenty two books. He, he should have won an Eisner for that 
he or he should win an Eisner for that. I think the Eisners were already over by the time that came out. Um, for that issue alone, that issue was phenomenal. But yeah, moving on from there, what was we had two other books, right? I know I'm missing. So Batman versus Robin number five and punchline the Gotham game number five. Yeah. I didn't know if we were covering that anymore. So uh, we totally missed an issue, but I read yeah. this one. I think we stopped. I don't know if we stopped caring because the Catwoman stuff didn't matter anymore either. You know? Yeah. And in this particular issue, since we have skipped an issue, um, I guess we can kind of just say like, they, there's a new villain or like another part of the family, some big bulky dude that's like Ace of Spades or some shit. Uh, I forget. I don't know what his name is. Or the heart. Uh, but essentially, um, freaking everything that's going on here is like the Royal Flesh family kind of leaves Punchline to die at the end. Like they let her yeah. fall and they're like, oh, Punchline wouldn't save us. So like we got to keep going on with the mission. Right. And who finds her at the end? the joker from that story we dropped a long time ago and like so it's weird that a lot of comics right now are actually interweaving with each other and we dropped all of them yeah i was gonna say like this is again kind of in the same way that like we talked about you know the one thing that we've always wanted from a Batman movie in a Batman universe is like happening in Reeves universe is something yeah. that we don't want. And like the same thing here, like the one time we actually want connective books to tell a larger story and it'd be fun. Like the books aren't great with them. Um, and with this, I dug the art. I still dig the art of this book. I think it's awesome. Um, we see Blue Jay in this issue. Uh, and a wild callback from batman and robin eternal um which i have not read but when she's like oh it's a good thing i have this nanite inhibitor or whatever and i was like oh how convenient and then there's actually an editor's note being like oh she actually did invent this back in batman and robin number 26 yeah that's wild yeah so blue jay was always one of those characters that i thought they could have done a lot more with and they kind of just let her go. Um, wait, I actually don't think her name is Blue Jay. I think we've had this discussion before. Isn't it Bluebird? Bluebird, sorry. Yeah, Blue Jay Blue would be Jay. so much better. Yes, so it would. stupid. I don't know why they named her Blue. Somebody just, that's so easy to retcon. Like, can't somebody just be like, why are you the fuck you call Bluebird? Why don't we just call you Blue Jay? It sounds so much better and cooler. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, then again, like, Drake was called Drake at one point. Isn't that like a duck or some shit? Yes, it um, is. Yeah, so who knows? But hey, they retconned him. So uh yeah. If you're reading that, like you might also want to read Catwoman, which that has not been exciting. I've also already like went ahead and checked out the other ones, and I'm just like, what is going on with some of these books right now? But yeah, if you want to know everything that's interconnected right now, so Catwoman crosses over with this punchline book, which is also crossing over now with rosenberg's two jokers or what is that book even called the joker who stopped laughing yeah so yeah you might want to read all three of those series if you want to know what's going on because they are now all connecting with each other um yeah i don't know i I wish we would have this connectivity in other books i would assume catwoman and batman are going to cross over in the next four issues i think uh whatever's going to happen with um I will say, 
Yeah, you might want to definitely jump on Catwoman because these books are definitely going to cross over more. Oh, that's all I'll say about that. Let's move on to the last book of the week. The comics this week weren't that great, guys. Although, I want to point out, we dropped Detective, but Detective had a really great moment this week. I and, saw you say something about that in the Discord. Yes. So, Detective, uh, I'm pretty sure. Let me just, hold on. Let me just verify. Because I saw uh, Ram V tweet this out. He was like, since this is making the rounds, I can finally tell you that these are my two favorite pages so far. Um, and I want to make sure. Okay. Yeah. So. There is this moment where Gordon, this is a detective 1960 or 1069 giggity. And um, Gordon is having a drink and he's in a room. He's has like a bottle of Jack Daniels or whatever. And he's talking to Batman who is hurt. Like there's a few pages where he's hurt. They're, they're like, they're, they're literally separated by a door. Gordon could get up and walk through a door but Bruce is just kind of like talking to him and he's like putting his stuff back on. He's wrapping his chest because he's gotten hurt or whatever. And Gordon's just kind of having a, like a, a chat with him and he's just kind of telling him uh, about stuff. And you see Batman listening to Gordon and Gordon's like, are you there? Uh, you're doing one of those disappearing acts like always, huh? Just old man Gordon just here talking to himself. And Bruce is actually listening to him and he hasn't disappeared. Gordon just thinks he has because he's done it so many times and then he's hearing him out, and then he jumps out the window, which I think is a really cool moment because he's like, no, he, he stayed there and cared. Like, he heard him talking through his drunken, you know, ty not tirade, but, like, just thoughts. And I thought that was really interesting because that's something you don't see from, and it just shows a little bit of emotion in Batman, which I thought was really cool. It's like, yeah, I, I, I disappear on you. I know how to do that, but it doesn't mean I don't care about what you're talking about, you know? Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool because it was a drunken Gordon that could easily just, you know, you, when people drink and stuff, they could go into bad places. And so I thought that was a, a cool moment. Ram V should have more of that and less of everything else that he's doing in that book because it's just not readable in my opinion. Like, it's just kind of, uh, it's too much. But anyways, let's move on to a book that doesn't know the definition of too much. And that is Batman and Robin number five, written by Mark Wade. And holy shit, this book, <laughs> I don't know. I was making this joke because we have, you guys can't see it, but there's this photo, an anime photo is all I'm going to say, that Clay has posted in the background of this program that we're using. And I said that, I was like, Mark Wade must have just learned what anime is. And he has posted, he's starting to include it in his books. Because this book has had the most anime thing I've ever seen since uh, James Tinian's and Scott Snyder's uh, Justice League book with Superman yeah, uh, doing a, a powerful punch with his family, which is another superhero, uh, another anime thing. Um, I'm not going to lie, Clay. I didn't read this book. I just skimmed it because I'm already over Batman and Robin. Like, I don't care. We know Batman is currently a demon or he's... Uh, possessed by uh is it um what's his name Nizza Nizza and uh yeah he's it, this was just gonna be a big Robin fights Batman book right like we knew that that's what was gonna happen it was gonna be a demon Batman chasing down Damien Damien doing all this other stuff other people trying to help him I believe the Bat family showed up at one point in this book to try to help him fight um demon Batman and then um what what happens? He like dies, right? Or like so the whole thing was uh Niza is not only mentally 
uh taking over batman but actually physically yeah. um and they find out that if they exercise niza out of batman batman's body is so broken and beaten that batman would die yeah. and damien's like well it's the only way to beat niza so we have to do it i'm gonna yeah. go ahead and tell the family about niza's possession but i will not tell them that batman will die because they don't need to know mm-hmm and so they all meet up. They lure Niza, Batman, on a rooftop. They fight him. At one point, Barbara literally stabs him in the chest near the heart. And I'm just like, are you sure we didn't tell them what's going on? Because she's already trying to just fuck Niza up. Yeah. Uh, and they end up... Uh, he, uh, Damien does the Shadow Clone Jutsu and yeah. ends up having like 20,000 Robins fighting Niza, they disappear. They finally knock him out. And when they exercise him, he's like, okay, now put my life force into Batman. Mm -hmm. And they're like, are you an idiot? That's not how it works. He's like, what do you mean? That's not how it works. That's my, that's my whole plan. That was the whole crux of my plan. Like you could have told me this before. They're like, oh, well you just need to know like, it wouldn't be enough. Like you could even ask your your family, but they're incapacitated right now, and you just see them all like laying on the freaking yeah. rooftop, unconscious. He's like, "Okay, well, you know, hook me up to Oracle real quick." And he literally talks to the entire freaking Earth. Yeah, is like, "Lend me your fucking energy." Like this is literally yeah. Goku talking to the world, fighting to freaking kid boo this is absolutely insane yeah this happens yeah absolutely insane so well there's this montage of everybody that's supposed to give up their energy and it's like every time batman save them which is a cool moment i think that is a cool moment but (sighs) giving your life energy look i believe it in an anime that from day one has shown me that energy is a thing. It's energy that can be transferred. It's all this kind of stuff in an anime. I'm like, all right, I believe that. I've never seen this ever happen in a fucking comic book. Now, a lot of people are like, it's a comic book. Why are you being so... Look, it's because it's been based on for 80 years. Like, they haven't you, done you this have, You have, like... And me and Juice have definitely argued about what can happen in a comic book and not. Yeah. Go back to our conversations over freaking Batman getting shot. Yeah. You know? So, like... It, it we've had the argument before but there are lines and structure to a comic there are lines and structure to manga and anime like you can say oh well you know this is kind of an homage that you know they're just you know honoring this or whatever i just it doesn't make much sense here yeah it it doesn't for me um even when dealing with something as weird and crazy as magic like it and then it gets it goes from weird to cheesy because all of a sudden one person says we are batman and then for some odd reason everybody around the world thinks the exact same thing and starts yelling we are batman and they literally bring him back to life well no damien says you have to say he says something extraordinary something legendary you are Batman. Say it. So he literally tells that, which makes it worse. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, everybody has to say, "We are Batman." This is "We are the Flash" all over again. 
uh and it's on a every, global scale yeah on a global <laughs> scale and uh and then you know we see this thing of all the energy getting put into batman and he like comes back to life with a perfect bat suit by the way just want to throw that yeah. out there perfectly yeah. he just got stabbed and was bleeding and dying and everything and this life force energy has healed not only batman and brought his soul back to life but also healed his bat suit that should be an artist error but how there. would batman feel well, also how would Batman feel if you told him, hey, we took a small piece of everybody's life yeah. and put it into you? Yeah, he'd So be everybody is going to die a little sooner because of Batman. Yeah. How would Batman feel about that? Batman has been somebody that would rather sacrifice his own life to save as many people as possible. Now he's pretty much, because he's alive, a lot of people are going to die earlier than they yeah. were. Yeah. Um, also, what if it's somebody that he's about to save too? Like, I was, I was supposed to save you tomorrow, and now you're gonna fucking die. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's that makes my job worse. So, like, yeah, I don't, um, I don't fucking understand. It's really weird. And then, of course, Dame, like, Damien's like, Dad, you're alive. Uh, they hug, and then you know, Batman and Robin going forward is kind of the thing. Um, don't care. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I'm not. I like World's Finest right now. That last issue of World's Finest was awesome. Do not care about Batman and Robin. I just want, like, I feel like we were promised a really good Batman and Robin story, and we still haven't got it yet. I want to, like, Joshua Williamson talked up his run like it was going to be amazing. And we got four issues with the last two issues being super diarrhea wet farts. And, like, the freaking Robin series was boring as hell. Besides well, that one family issue. And the and the thing about this whole Lazarus Planet thing, this is a quote from a friend that I have seen many times throughout Twitter already. But he says, mm-hmm. uh, we, were, we were talking about just, like, the overall stories that we're reading in DC right now. Uh, there's currently uh, a Joshua Williams story called The Minute War on the Flash. He said, that's okay. Lazarus Planet. Is confusing and I'm not enjoying it at all. Yeah, like they wanted to make a event for Batman and Robin, and of course, the magic of DC, but it didn't go anywhere, it didn't mm-hmm. do anything. There is literally no consequences to this story. That's the problem with all of these events. Like they want to make this huge giant problem that the DC universe heroes have to deal with. But in the end, nothing happens in a result of it. They just beat it. And then they're fine. Like, yeah, that's okay. Like we want the heroes to win, but without consequences, you're acting as though it never happened. Yeah. Like we should forget about this event because nothing really happened. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm kind of, like, tired of these massive world events. Like, why can't we just have a small, hey, the seven members of the Justice League, they have one person to fight, and this one person is really good. Like, if you got to make up a new villain, like, to be as power, like powerful enough to fight all of the Justice League, do it. But it doesn't need to be a world-ending thing. Like, what if some villain came and attacked one of the justice league members and took them out and was like taking out one member at a time. And it comes down to the Trinity, you know? And they're like, I'm here to take out your whole league. Like, you know, and that that's a cool villain. Like, Oh fuck. Who's taking him out? Like right now, the stranger 
in Justice Society of America, really cool character. Fucking yeah. taking out everybody. It's not a world-ending crisis. You know, it's just a solid story confined. Now, granted, it's in different eras, which can get kind of confusing for some people. Yeah. But it's not like, I mean, we talked about it, I think it was last week with Danger Street, right? Like, there's a lot going on in Danger Street. There's a lot of characters I don't know. And so imagine when you're trying to bring a new reader into the universe and you have Lazarus Planet that has 50 number ones, which I think that's a stupid idea too. I hate the number one thing. I wish they would just get rid of that. But, oh, collectors buy number ones. Those things aren't going to be worth shit, anybody. Like, stop buying all these number ones. Like, it just makes no sense. Um, and yeah, I think that's really stupid. I wish everything would just be chronological series. It's so much easier to put in a trade, but you know, got to sell the cover price, right? Um, I don't know, man. I think it's just really dumb. And I, I mentioned this. We've constantly on this podcast talked about anime. Like the comic industry needs to take the ideas from anime, right? We didn't mean this, it this is the, way. This is yeah. the wrong idea. This yeah. is the wrong idea. <laughs> <laughs> not this is not what we meant we meant the way that they make their books and produce their books i was gonna say not not the actual content the structure yes that's what they need to copy and um doing it very poorly um it's just so weird i wonder if mark wade has kids or something or grandkids maybe i don't know and they're like oh look grandpa this is uh check out this freaking uh show i'm watching and like he watches it with them, and he's like, oh, I should put that in a comic book. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because this is oh, this is bar this has for never bar. been done in the written word. Yeah, <laughs> bar for bar, he stole the spirit bomb. Like, it blows my mind. Uh, and yeah, I just don't know what else. I mean, yeah, you you mentioned the joke with the ninjutsu clone jutsu, and like, yeah, I was like, why is there like fifty robins? Like, that's one Damien's bad enough, you know. And so I just don't know. It's it's so wild. I think Mark Wade has written some really cool stuff. I think Finest is the best stuff he's wrote. But yeah, Robins and Batman versus Robin. We even talked about Batman versus Robin not even needing to be necessary. Like they did the whole Shadow War to try to build up to that book, which that was dumb too. Is did Raish ever come back to being alive or is he still dead? I think he's still dead. Yeah, I mean, we skipped all of Lazarus' planet, so he could be alive. We're just not paying attention. Uh, because he was going to be a good guy, or he was going to turn himself in or whatever. And then his grandma or mom showed up, and she killed him. And, like, I yeah. don't know, man. It's just too much. Um, I'm hoping Tom Taylor has a way better Rachel Ghoul story uh, next month when he drops that. But for the most part, yeah, not a great week of comics, in my opinion. So uh, hopefully next week will be better. I don't know what we're getting next week. Um, oh, next week uh, we finally get to talk about Batman. Yeah, next uh, week. Uh, let's see here. Looking at it now. Have I even read the next issue? We have. Oh, shoot. What is today? Today is. So it'd be the seventh of next week. Let's I have read here. the next issue. We have Batman 133, and that is it. Unless, yeah. of course, we want to pick up the Joker, the man who stopped laughing. No, wait, and Deadly <laughs> Joker? No, it's Deadly Duos and the other one? No, thank you. Um, so I guess we'll be talking about 130. I've read 130. More of the same. So 133, right? 133. Is it 130 or 133? I, mean, I have read now, 130, is technically. 
So also uh, want to double check this really quick. I'm going to skim it. The uh, static shadows of Dakota. I am pretty sure we have seen teases of uh, this writer uh, also doing like a future Batman Beyond static book, right? Oh, really? I don't know. I haven't heard of that. I th- I think so. I'll do a, uh, some research. I think this is more of just what he was writing before, uh-huh. um, just like a sequel series. Uh, kind of like how we were talking about, you know, one thing that we do enjoy is the miniseries that just go on to another miniseries, take a yeah. little break or whatever. Um, Static has been doing that. Okay. Um, but I am pretty sure he has teased like in some art pieces that he wants to do like a future Static book, which would have Batman Beyond in it. So Yeah, when Static's older or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, I do dig Batman Beyond, so... We'll see. I haven't even checked out the art for the race book to see if it looks legit. Oh, uh, cool. It's Ivan Reyes, I believe. So oh, okay. it should be good. Yeah, it looks pretty solid. Uh, I haven't not. I haven't got to read that yet, but we'll read it um, in three weeks. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it in three weeks. But yep. that's gonna be it for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Clay, you got anything going on this week, man? So the day we are recording this, of course, this is uh, what some people would call Star Wars Wednesdays. Um, the Mandalorian season three is out as well as episode 10 or 11. Oh, no, no, sorry. I actually don't know the number uh, of the episode of The Bad Batch, uh, mm. but uh, we are going to be recording later tonight uh, over at Star Wars Alliance and the Geek First YouTube channel. Uh, so Either go check the VOD of that later on, or you can always check out the podcast, uh, Star Wars Alliance, uh, to listen to what we thought about The Mandalorian Season 3 premiere. Nice. I have just been streaming on Tuesdays and Fridays, although I've been house-sitting for the last couple of weeks. Um, but I am home, and everything is good now. And uh, I think today, I if you're following the Shorts channel, that is where I stream, I might start making shorts, calling myself out, because I feel like I'm taking too long to drop this new channel. So I'm going to make probably a video every day. Just be like, oh, day 200 and something since Juice hasn't made his new fucking channel. So that might be something to look out for. I may do that later today. But that is going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman!